What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Eyes Make Money on the Train Podcast. It's your boy, B Mark, and I'm coming at you guys with one of your guys' favorite fucking podcasts. It's Pod Chats, and I'm joined <laughs> by my business partner, Cole De Silva. What up, King? What's up, G? How are you? Doing fucking great, bro. I've had a really productive morning, and I'm ready to impact and serve our clients. How are you doing? Like exactly the same. And I actually am the happiest I've been all day because I just got a bunch of food in my belly. If you guys have never been cooked for by buy-in, all right, our chef that we have at the gym, I feel bad for you. All right. Is the cookies that he makes are insane and the rice bowls he makes are insane. I literally just went and smashed two massive wraps in like 30 seconds before this. It was great. Dude, it's actually fun. I've never had one of his rice bowls before. It's weird. Bro, it's it's insane. Like they're literally it's so good. I'm going there after this, after this fucking call. I'm gonna go get a rice bowl. It's so good. I literally just ate like the rice bowls too. He'll put them in wraps, guys, and roll it up. And it's got like 40 grams of protein in it. Fire. I love that. So a couple of things that we want to talk about on today's podcast. Number one is if you are in or around the Kelowna area or in or around Canada, or you just fucking like planes and you like going on planes, then you should come to Kelowna to check out our gym. Kelowna are building the best gym in Canada right now, Aesthetic Nation. We've done a lot of fucking work on that gym and we're actually continuing to do a lot of work. Tomorrow, Kelowna are driving four hours to this giant warehouse that has a bunch of equipment. We're going to be making a bunch of new upgrades, a bunch of changes to the, to the gym. Aesthetic Nation has been like a goal of ours since we've always wanted to have a gym. Yeah. We've always wanted to have one. And we wanted to have a gym called Aesthetic Fucking Nation. So it's cool to actually watch our gym, our vision come to life. It's dope. We were actually going to call this gym Aesthetic Nation. And then our partners were like, ah, like we kind of want to start something new. And that was something you guys used to have. And we're like, fuck. We thought we could convince them. So now that it's becoming a reality, it's super cool. Yeah. So that's number one. And number two, you want to tell them about Australia? Yeah, number two. So for everybody who is listening, all right, and anybody who is in the Academy 10K Mastermind or the Million Dollar Mastermind, I just want to let you guys know that Brian and myself are going to be dividing and conquering. So we won't tell you about what Brian's doing because I don't know if we're allowed to announce it. You can talk about what I'm doing. Okay, dope. So Brian's actually going to be speaking on an event stage that's fucking massive. And usually when anything me and Brian do, we're always supporting each other. All right, again, we are brothers for life and business partners for life, guys. You'll see us always each other's vlogs backstage with each other we're always just there to support the other individual well we were having a conversation and we're like listen our partners at clean health are throwing their second ever clean health live event there's supposed to be three thousand personal trainers there it's going to be one of the biggest events of the year there's going to be some of the biggest names ever from lauren simpson matt carroll hattie boydell lane norton sebastian orib and way more james smith pt so I was like, fuck it, let's divide and conquer. So your boy is going to be flying down to Australia at the end of April to speak on the Clean Health stage for Clean Health Live for the second time in a row in front of thousands of personal trainers putting a big-ass impact in. So just to let you guys know, all right, we're going to be getting a specific PT Domination link made. If you are curious about coming down and repping PT Dom with your boy down in Australia, stay tuned. I'll be dropping information for it and a link specifically for you guys to get a ticket because it is going to be insane. And I promise you, last time we went to Australia, we made a very big splash. And this next time is going to be even bigger. I'm excited. Every time you talk about it, I get a little jealous. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to fucking destroy that stage. I'm like, this is what we do. Put me up. Put me up. Coach is going to be lit. Yeah, that's dope. I, um, that's so exciting. And so dividing and conquering. The reason that we weren't going to go to clean health, like PT nomination in general wasn't going to go to clean health, is because I got an opportunity to speak on the Limitless Arena again this year. And I don't know if I'm allowed to drop names of who's actually coming to the Limitless Arena, so I'm not going to. But let's just say I'm just going to drop this and then see if you guys can figure it out. It is the single biggest name in personal development. I'm sure you guys uh, might be able to guess. Uh, he's going to be speaking on that stage for four hours. 
and I had the opportunity to be able to introduce them. I'm not going to confirm or deny what Taylor Hinton just said in the chat, but I'm not going to confirm or deny that. But I'm super fucking grateful for the opportunity. So I'm going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah on the, what's the actual confirmed date? I forget. So we're technically both speaking on the 27th, yeah. but I'm going to be a day ahead of you because I'm going to be down in Australia. So it's like you're speaking on the 27th than I am as well. Yeah. So big shit coming. And then right after that, as soon as you get back from Australia, we got the fucking pizza nomination event. The pizza dom event in Kelowna. And the pizza dom event in Kelowna is going to be fucking disgusting because it's going to be the first time you guys are going to see Aesthetic Nation Gym. And by the time you guys come to Kelowna for the pizza nomination event in fucking May, the gym is going to be disgustingly good, Taylor. It's going to be disgustingly good. All right? I see you. The gym's going to be complete. We can't wait to walk you guys through it. So That's the Canadian thing, Taylor. Disgustingly is a Absolutely good thing. Absolutely disgusting. All right? All right? Disgusting. Yeah, that's a Canadian thing, bro. But yeah, it's going to be dope. I'm super excited. And it's actually horrible that uh, I didn't really plan this out properly, guys. So your boy is going to be flying like 19 plus hours. I get one day to sleep and then we're throwing a three-day massive event. So it's going to be late. <laughs> it's going to be super exhausting. I, I did excited. that. I did that in 2023 and it was fucking wild. So get ready. It was like back to yep. back, back to back. So get ready. Anyways, guys, this is Podchats. It's about our clients. We're going to bring the first one up, Mr. Taylor Hinton. What's good, King? Yo, what's going on, guys? Two quick questions. Also, first off, thank you so much. You guys have helped me change my life, blah, blah, blah. Genuinely, though, <laughs> it's been incredible. No, seriously, though, like it's been unreal. It really has. So thank you so much. I feel like just even uh, my, my, my thought processes about things, like have conversations with people, you know, my family and stuff who are important to me. And I'm like, man, like you're thinking different. And I think that, you know, even just meeting you guys and spending time with you guys at the mansion is like helped me think different about money and about my future and like what's important. And even one thing that you guys, I think Brian said this when you guys, we were out there, he's like, man, like buy shit that you want to buy. And I never gave myself permission to do that. I was always like reinvest back in the business and then live off fucking ramen. Not actually, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, so anyways, thanks for that. I had a real quick question for you guys. And then an actual question. The first one is about food. You're planning your food. You guys are so busy. You do so much shit. Do you guys even make your own food? Do you buy meal prep stuff? Do you have a personal chef? What do you do? So for everybody who's listening to the bunch of noise and everything else, this is what I do right here. Buy in. Say hello to everybody. Who are you? Say your name. Hi, I'm Buy in. I'm chef at Iron Cafe. And you cook me meals from here to there? Yes, I cook cold meals from yes, here to there. Because I fucking hate cooking. There you go. Yeah. Right there. Pleasure to meet all of you. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. That's what we do, bro. So there's a meal prep company, meal prep for you right there. This is what I do. And then buy-in. So if I don't order food for meal prep for you, what I do is I contact buy-in and I get him to make all of my food because even though it might be a little bit more expensive, when it comes down to it, you're probably paying anywhere from 11 to $14 a meal. I would rather do that than go to a grocery store because I would rather die than go to the grocery store. I absolutely fucking hate it. I think I'll be completely honest. That is one of the things. That's the biggest reason that I've had a hard time in the off season, Taylor, because in the off season, like you need to eat so much fucking food in order to grow. And now I need to grow if I want to like do what I want to do this year on stage. That's probably my biggest struggle is like getting all my food in. But I try to have, I just cook like, when I say I, Kirsten cooks, thanks to the fucking Lord for Kirsten. We have like big pots of like beef and chicken and like rice packets in the fridge. I make those. I have like quick and easy meals throughout the day. So I have like oatmeal because I can make it in like fucking two minutes. Uh, protein cereal because I can make it in two minutes. Shakes because I can make it in two minutes. But yeah, it's usually two minute meals and then pre-cooked stuff that Kirsten makes. Thank the Lord for my wife because I would probably eat nothing but cereal if it wasn't for her. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I was thinking like, man, these guys don't have the time. It would be more expensive for you to make food than to just go buy it. Yep. Yep. Thinking, so. Yep. so that kind of also kind of transitions into my real question i wanted to ask you guys like right now 
I'm currently at a place where I'm pretty comfortably making like 12 to 15 K per month. That's like a, probably a minimum for me. My last month was 24.2 and it's been pretty, it's been pretty strong for the last while. So I'm getting to a place now where I'm like, okay, so what's the next thing for me? What's the next like step? What's the difference between me at like 15, 18 K per month and a 50 K per month coach? What are they doing differently doing more or maybe doing less of than I'm doing at my stage? Yeah, I love that. It's a great question. I'll help you understand like there's like the concept. So the concept is around $20,000 a month, you guys. $20,000 a month when you get to that level, 50 to 20K is when you are at the place where no matter how much you work, you will not be able to get ahead because you only have a certain amount of bandwidth. We need to talk about like bandwidth, emotional bandwidth, like mental bandwidth. Like that's like, we're talking about bandwidth. And so it's like, you can work more hours, but at the end of the day, if you're like, if you're already optimizing your morning routine, you're already going to the gym, you're already on top of your mindset, you already have great energy levels, you're already productive and efficient with your time. At that point, if you can't do any, like when you can't grow beyond that, the next step is to hire people to buy your time back, to mm -hmm. delegate certain tasks. And so I think the difference between a coach that makes $20,000 a month and a coach that makes $40,000 a month is the coach that makes $40,000 a month has a shadow coach, a community manager, and a virtual assistant. A virtual mm -hmm. assistant to help them generate leads and book phone calls with people that are interested in their social media and also generate new sales opportunities. A shadow coach that can help them with program updates, meal plan updates, et cetera. And a community manager, somebody that can help them manage their community and make sure that their clients are getting great results. Those would be the next three hires. Executive assistant would be in there. I know that everybody who's here is probably read Dan Martell's book where it's like, EA is the first hire. I don't know if I agree with that, especially when you're running an online coaching business. Like you're already servicing a bunch of humans. And like, we need to service those people better before we buy back our time because like, like there's not really time that you can buy back with an EA other than scheduling appointments and shit. But like, you can actually buy your time back by getting yourself out of your DMs with the VA. You can actually buy your time back by hiring a shadow coach to help you with the program. You can actually buy your time back by hiring a community manager. The difference yeah. between somebody that makes 20K and 50K is somebody that makes 50K understands not only how to run a coaching business, but how to delegate effectively. A hundred percent. Can I add on to that, B? Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to hiring as well, so like Brian broke down the like three main individuals that would help you get to the next level. Now, Taylor, you might be thinking, and a lot of other individuals usually end up thinking and ask the follow-up question, okay, well, who should I hire first? And I say it's contextual to the business that you're running. Right now, if you've reached a point where you're 100% burnt out and you can't handle any more clients, then you need to hire for delivery before you hire for expansion. Always, mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. Hiring for expansion is the stupidest fucking thing in the world that you can do if you don't have somebody to service your clients. And that's why, like, I'm actually with Brian. I don't agree with the EA for certain businesses because delivery needs to be handled first, always across the board. Because if you have an individual to service your business, service your clients, make sure that everybody feels heard and cared for, then eventually we can look for towards a VA, et cetera. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I'm going to jump on that and I'm going to agree with you and say that like the delivery hire should be first regardless. Agreed. Okay. If you hire a virtual assistant first, and this is what everybody thinks, like, oh, I just, this is where most online coaches struggle, actually, because I don't just want to talk to you, Taylor. I want to talk to everybody. Yeah. Most online coaches think to themselves, I'm under five to 7K a month. I just need to hire a virtual assistant because then I'll get over 10K a month. And that's not true because if you can't get your own business over $10,000 a month, then your VA is not going to be able to do that for you, period. Yeah. Yep. And so I truly do believe that you need to get your business to $10,000 a month before you hire a VA. So that's for everybody that's thinking, like, oh, I'm going to hire a VA next. I think that once you're at 10K a month, which you are comfortably tailored, you should hire somebody to help you with your delivery next, because when you get somebody to help you with your delivery and now your fulfillment feels good and now you're no longer like tapped out, like if you take an hour away from your clients, you're like, fuck, I need to get back to these clients. Then at that point, you feel comfortable expanding because you know that your clients are being serviced. 
And so it's delivery. It should always be delivery first. So what I should have probably prefaced is that I have a VA, my sister, and then I've hired a local coach that I actually hired when I was a manager of Club 16, one of the gyms down here. And so I know her well, and I've hired her to be a shadow coach part-time for now. I've given her like 10 clients and we've slowly worked with her doing some of that stuff. I have calls with her three times a week. I have calls with my setter slash sister VA for Instagram DMs every day. And we're role-playing slash looking at her stuff. So I'm starting to buy back the time. What would I do with that time? Like, it's is it making more content of what I'm already doing? Like, I just, I want to know where I can put more of that influence out. So the answer is yes. So the answer is all of it. So for me personally, when I buy back my time, I need to figure out like what area of my business needs to get serviced most. Is my content not hitting on social media? Because if my content is hitting on social media and I could buy back some of my time, then I'm going to spend that extra time studying content. If I buy back some of my time and my retention rate is like 80%, then I'm going to spend my time figuring out how to improve my retention rate. Do I need to improve my onboarding? Do I need to upgrade my Facebook group? Do I need to change up the live stream schedule? Do I need to figure out like how to engage with the group better? Mm -hmm. Let's just say that like I buy some of my time back and my conversion rate is dog shit. Then with that extra time, what I'm going to do is I'm going to practice and I'm going to study sales. I'm going to role play sales. So it's like the answer is whatever, like it's like marketing, sales, and delivery, whatever area of my business I feel like needs the most work is the one that I will work on with that extra time. Mm-hmm. But you also like, everything has to have an attention, you guys. Like, you don't just want to buy back your time and then be like, cool, now I want to sit on the fucking beach. Like, that's not fair enough. That's not me. What I want to do is like, I'm like, I want to set the goal of hitting $50,000 a month. Yeah. That's the target. And then I'm going to buy back some of my time. And then with that extra time, I'm going to be asking myself, what are some activities that I could do that are going to get me closer to $50,000 a month? Yeah. Right. So if you don't have enough leads and get more leads, which means study content and figure out content. If you have Mm -hmm. a lot, you can't convert them. That means learn how to convert your leads better. So maybe instead of spending 30 minutes with your sister, you spend an hour and a half. Yeah. It's like, if you're, you're getting a lot of leads, you're getting a lot of sales, but your clients are dropping off. Then that means like servicing your clients better. And then maybe figuring out how you can make your offer better so that you can upsell them or you can renew them or you can extend their programs mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. Yes. Buy back your time, set a target. And then with the extra time that you have, dedicate your time to working on projects that are going to get you closer to that target. Okay. I feel like this was the answer that I already knew, but it was just like, okay, is this truly what it is? And am I putting my energy in the wrong area? And it sounds like, no, I cool. I will let you know that when you buy back your time, bro, it's going to feel very uncomfortable. Always. Mm-hmm. Always like right now, I just fought back my time with my EA. Like I have a lot more time back. I mean, that uncomfortable phase, just like you. So at every level of your business, it's going to feel uncomfortable. But again, it's about having a target, setting the target, and then going after it with the extra time that you have. Okay. Yeah. Will do. Appreciate it, guys. I'll take all this time. Thank you. Cool. Thanks. Got you. Becca, what's up? Becca plus baby. Yeah, she's, she's really grumpy. So hopefully she doesn't start screaming. I have a quick question. So I've been, I've been in a rut. So I've been kind of just sitting deep in my why and digging deep into my avatar and like why I want to serve those people. Pause before we go there. Yeah. Define rut, please. I stopped basically doing anything for three weeks. I felt really overwhelmed and just wallowed in it, basically. Okay. Okay. So I'm just starting fresh and yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm a mom and I serve moms. And part of that is because I have a fucking terrible relationship with my mother. But my problem is, is I kind of want, I've been recording some content and then I'm afraid to post it because she's on my social media and we haven't like, we haven't really discussed my childhood or anything. So I don't know if I should post things that could trigger her. And I'm not normally someone that gives a fuck about what someone thinks, but because that hasn't been discussed, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I'm going to mute myself for a second. 
Before you answer that question, can I give her one piece of advice? Mm -hmm. Becca? Yeah. Are you the sole income provider for your house? No, I'm not. No. Mm, okay. So your husband makes enough money for you to like get by? You guys are good? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on mat leave right now and I refuse to go back to my office job at the in September this year. So September this year is when you would have to go back to your office job if you don't get your yeah. office going? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to pause for a second. Let's just pretend you go back to your office job, right? And you have to spend eight hours a day away from that fucking beautiful baby in your arms. How would that make you feel? Oh, terrible. I wanted to off myself while I was working my office job. So, okay. So every, so then let's, let's play that out for the next three years. Let's pretend that every single day for the next three years, you have to go to your office job for eight to 10 hours a day. You don't get to hold that beautiful baby in your arms. You don't get to watch that beautiful baby grow up. How does that make you feel? Terrible. Like yeah. I'm, yeah, that's all I can say without losing it. That's your fucking why. Like you don't get to sit in a rut because yeah. that, that baby needs your fucking mom. And you can fucking do this. That baby needs her mom and you have what it takes to be successful online. So like hold that baby, look at her fucking eyeballs and be like, me and you are going to do this together and I'm going to do this for you. Yeah, I have a toddler too. That's your fucking why. Yeah. Cole, you want to talk about the social media stuff? Yeah, not even the social media stuff. I want to talk about the family stuff. This is something that you guys all need to understand because it's a mix between social media, social dynamics and way more. Everybody write this down. You can't talk about something that you haven't faced. It's going to be incredibly hard for you to talk about the relationship between daughter and mother or talk about what it's like to be a strong mother if you haven't faced that head on. Or you can talk about it, but every time that you do, this is going to happen because you haven't addressed it in the first place. You haven't dealt with the pain that you're currently feeling. You haven't dealt with the anxiety, the overwhelm, and the stress. You see, when I first started talking about my childhood, my parents and my circle, my family was not okay with it. My mom actually made a comment on one of my videos one day being like, oh, calm down. It wasn't as bad as you say it was. So what do you think happened next? I called my mom and I said, don't ever fucking comment something like that on my post ever again. You don't get to determine what I experienced when I was a kid. Does that mean I fucking hate you and I'll never talk to you again? No, because we're having this conversation right now. But you need to learn fucking boundaries. My social media is my boundary. You make a comment like that again, I'll ban you for life and you'll never have access to anything, period. Now, again, I'm very open about the fucking relationship that I have with my parents with you guys. I've told you guys all about it multiple times. You need to face the thing that you are currently scared about. If you aren't willing to face it, then I would proceed to flip another question on you as to why the fuck is she on your social media in the first place? Because if you're not willing to face it, then you obviously don't want a relationship with her. You might as well just block her and ban her off everything. Because right now you're just making a problem a problem. Either go talk to her and start working through it or block her and ban her for everything. So you can at least talk about the things that you authentically want to talk about. You feel me? Yep. Right. And like, it's going to be way harder than I say it is. I'm not saying like, it's going to be fucking atrociously hard. I was very overwhelmed when I did that shit, but like, I'm, this is the, the family version, but I can talk to all of you guys about everything, everything that you bring up about us, because it's like, uh, someone will talk about their weight loss. And they're like, well, it's really hard for me to talk about losing cool. weight. I'm like, well, cause you haven't done it yet. Or I'm like, it's really hard for me to talk about what it's like to have kids and still work well you don't have kids yet it, it's in every situation at every level in every niche and in every direction all right becca yours is just one of the harder ones addressing fucking family issues right yeah so yeah. we have to understand that if we want to talk about something we need to have overcome it or moved through it i can talk about my drug addiction because i've overcome it and moved through it does that make sense yeah absolutely makes sense mm, so hard sweaty palm conversation either needs to happen 
or at least just block your mom on everything so you can freely authentically talk about what you want to talk about. But understand that the blocking and removing her is a temporary band-aid because all you'll be thinking about every single time you make a post is what if she sees it. Yeah, well, that was my concern. I almost posted something the other day, and I was like, I can't, because I'm... No, you can. No, 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 no. you can. You're choosing not to, because you're avoiding a hard conversation. Yeah. We are in control of our lives in every situation. None of you guys say the word can't. We are either choosing to, or choosing not to, period. Feel me? Yes. I hear you. I get it. We're here. I'm in your corner. If you need direction on this, me and you can have a personal conversation as well, and I can help you navigate. I know Brian's had some very hard conversations in the past with his family. It's not an easy thing. It's not. Thank know you. that we got your back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. The breakthrough that you're looking through is on the other side of hard conversations. Mm, somebody said a quote to me the other day, Brian. I think you're going to like this. And I think you're going to like this too. They said, the view is always the most beautiful after the hardest climb of your life. Mm. And I was like, even though I don't hike because I'm not a fucking hiker. I'm like, I like that quote. That's dope. Like, mm-hmm. that's a very, very cool thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Right, the view is always the best after the hardest hike, the hardest walk. Feel me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I gotta. There's no other option. Exactly. Okay, thanks. Got you. What's up, D? What's good? What's good? How you guys doing? Good to see you, brother. I like the haircut. It was fresh. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. So I'm gonna try to make this real quick. But one, you guys have absolutely changed my life. All right. I've been with you guys for about three years at this point, and it's been a journey, right? And I feel like I've been on this manifestation journey since I was like 12 years old, right? And ever since I turned 22, which is when I started working with you guys, you know, I've been able to do everything that I wanted to do. But I feel like I got to this point where after I hit a certain amount of followers on TikTok, started a business, manifested you guys as my mentors. I feel like I got to this point where it's like, I kind of lost the vision and I lost the feeling of getting to the vision because I felt like I already, you know, I, I manifested something from the age of 12. And I went through a period of time where, you know, my, I was making seven to nine K per month, you know, doing well on social media and whatnot. And then I got to a point where views started going down, income started going down, went through a breakup. And then my income went down as well, too, from it, right? Shifting my avatar because we figured out that that was partially part of the problem. And now that I'm feeling better and I know the vision of like what I want to create, where I want to go and the feeling of it, I guess I don't even really have a question, but I just want to like, I want to get back to the numbers I was doing with my income. And not only that, but just like surpass that. And I feel like, you know, like these past couple months, I've been at the four to five K area last month, I hit 30, I did 3,800, which isn't bad during December, but you know, I want to turn up. I want to be able to fucking get back to what I was doing before and not get back to that, but I'm going to surpass that. You know what I'm saying? So what do you guys feel like I could do outside looking in to really take this to the next level for myself? Like I'm feeling better now. Mindset is back on point. What could that next level for myself be to get to where I need to get to? Like, why are you doing this, bro? I just want to impact and inspire men. You know, I don't want, I don't want men to go through what I had gone through, which a lot of them are going through, which is the reason why I'm doing it. But I want to be able to impact and inspire men and help them become the best version of themselves. Cole, you want to say something? Not yet. You got something on your mind or do you want me to go off? Go ahead. Listen, okay. Write this down, D. Yeah. Write it down. Purpose driven. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm going to also talk about that, Bray. It's funny. Fuck it. She's alive. She's a little baby wolf over here. Straight the fuck up. Number one is purpose driven. Number two, enough of this fucking manifestation bullshit. And I'm going to come at everybody right now with this. Okay. You're like, well, I manifested this life and I ended up hitting it and it was great. And then next thing you know, I fell back and it didn't work for me. And now I'm feeling more aligned. And now that I feel more aligned, the vision's in my head. I'm going to start grinding. Never fucking stop is how you get this shit going. Never fucking stop is how you build the life that you want to achieve. Never fucking stop is how you actually impact and do what you just said to Brian. You said you want to inspire men, but do you think men are going to be inspired by the individual who only shows up when they feel good? Yes or no? No. And I, I never did stop. That's the thing. Like I, I was still going, I was still posting, still hopping on sales calls, but the energy just wasn't like I was, I'm just gonna be honest. I was depressed after like all the shit that I went through. So like, I feel you. you know, I never stopped. I just didn't have the same energy, but this the is the thing. Energy. And that's why I want you to write down purpose driven and why I got you to write that down. So there's a reason why what I did, it was an exercise that I took on and I want you to play with this as well, D. I wrote purpose driven down on a piece of paper and then I clearly defined as in-depth as I can what my actual why meant. You said it was to impact inspire men. That's not deep enough. It's not good enough. What do you mean? We utilize the word manifestation without actually understanding what it means to manifest something in the first place. So you said inspire men to not go through what you went through. So when you write down that word purpose and you're looking at it on that piece of paper after this call, I want you to go so in-depth on what that means. It's not even funny. Where were you? How did you feel? What took you there? What thoughts were you having? What do you not want to tell me and Brian and everybody in this group because you don't want to express this out loud? All of the deep-rooted shit that was in your mind that you never want another man to experience on this fucking planet needs to be written underneath the word purpose. And then, regardless of you being sad, overwhelmed, depressed, anxious, stressed, hurt, injured, you show up with that energy that that man right there that you're writing down on a piece of paper needs to in order to see the goals necessary. Feel me? Yeah. I'm going to say something that came to my mind. So two things. One is when you achieve every single goal that you set for yourself, sometimes that can feel very unrewarding. Mm. Mm. It feels very unrewarding because it's almost like it's almost like you set all these goals and you want to hit 10K, you want to hit 15K, you want to hit 9K, whatever the fuck. And then when you get it, you're still the same person and you expected everything to be different. You're like, I'm, well, as soon as I hit this shit, as soon as I hit 5K, I'm good. As soon as I hit 7K, I'm good. As soon as I hit 9K, I'm good. And we're constantly chasing this thing that like we're looking for something outside of us when we need to be looking for something inside of us. And it's like, this is a hard truth. Like two things. Number one is like, bro, I, I think that for me, like actual root issue of this D is desire. It's like desire. It's like want in the heart. It's like, when you say your purpose is to inspire men, like you need to go deeper than that. And you need to figure out like why the fuck that's important to you. Because for me, it's like my purpose on this planet. Like I truly do believe that like I was given a gift from God to inspire people to chase their dreams. I like believe that. And I believe that like my life is a testament to that idea. Like I'm the fucking kid that came from a trailer park, drug addict background. To now I'm like doing everything I've ever wanted to do with my life. And I think it's my fucking responsibility to share that message with the world. And so like that desire is where it comes from. And then, so that's the internal thing. That's like, you need that desire, bro. That desire is something you need to seek out actively. Seek out desire. Like, I want this shit. Like, I want this shit. Like, I fucking want this. Like, that can never go away. Because if you approach the gym without desire, you go to the gym, you're fucking lifting weights. You might be putting in the reps, but you're not going to transform your physique. The only way you're going to transform your physique is when you go to the gym and you push those extra two to three reps. Like those extra two to three reps is what's going to make the difference over the course of a year with you gaining 10 pounds or you looking the exact same as you fucking did at the start of the year. 
And it's the same thing with your business, bro. Unless that desire is there, that like want in the heart, like I fucking want this shit. Like I want this shit. Unless you want it, bro, it doesn't matter how much work you do. Like you can do the fucking work and not want it and you'll never succeed because somebody can sense your energy on the end of that call. They can sense your energy in your content. They can sense your energy when you're speaking to them. But when they can tell, like, I want to change your fucking life, bro. Like, I want to. Like, it is like a desire of mine. I like feel compelled to change your fucking life. Like, when you actually feel that, your prospects will feel that. Your clients will feel that. They won't want to leave you. But that desire has to come from within the heart. So number one, write this down, is seek out desire. The feeling of desire. Like, I fucking want this shit. When you want it, bro, bro, like, you, like you're unstoppable. Like, nothing can stop the man that has desire. So that's number one. Is like that feeling in your heart is like, that is like, you need to always have that no matter what. Like, this, I want this shit. It's the same thing with relationships. Like imagine you're in a relationship with your partner and then every single time you look at your partner, you give your partner a hug, they can tell that you don't want them. What's that gonna do to your relationship? You're hanging out with your friends and you're fucking with your homies and you're on your phone the whole time and they can tell you don't want to be there. What's that gonna do to your relationship? You're working on your business and you don't have that want, that desire to serve your clients. How are they gonna show up for your check-ins? They know you fuck desire. So number one is like actively like never let the fucking fire burn out, bro. Never, ever, ever, ever. The fire has to burn at all times. Like you talk to me at any time about my goals. I promise you the fire is fucking burning. It doesn't matter if I'm sad, overwhelmed, anxious, depressed. The fire is fucking there. I want to succeed. I might be going through a hard time. I might be stressed out because of my business, whatever the fuck, but that fire never goes away. Desire. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is like, bro, like this is for all of you guys that have goals that you want to achieve. Understand that getting to that fucking goal will not change you at all. Nope. Getting to that goal will not fucking change you. This is a big wake up call I had last year because it's almost like Cole and I have been growing pizza domination and we're super excited with the level that we've been able to achieve. And so like I kept setting higher and higher financial goals and we kept hitting them. And then there was one time where we had this like this month where we had like one of our like craziest months ever financially. And I called Cole and we were just like, cool. And then I realized like, holy fuck, this money didn't change me at all. Nope. Not it even didn't change my situation. It's like, we think it's going to, it doesn't. And so like what matters, bro, this is write this down. It's like, it's not about the outcome. It's about the man you become in the process. Like you need to be seeking out the man that you want to become. Like I'm way more proud of the character that I developed over the last five years than the money that I've made because the character is what's going to take me through the long term. The showing up with intensity, energy, and passion. Like that's the motherfucker I want to be known for. And when you define like the character traits and like the core values and the person that you want to be and you start showing up as that motherfucker every single day, bro, like then you set the next target and it becomes attainable because you know you're the type of dude that doesn't miss. You know you're the type of dude that shows up with passion, energy, and intensity. So it's like, it's not about the outcome. It's about the character. The last thing I'm going to say about vision, I think this is really important because I know that Cole's like, fuck manifestation. I believe in manifestation and I'm going to double No, 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 pause. I believe in it. But a lot of you guys utilize the word manifestation when they don't understand it, B. That's what I mean. Explain what it means to these kids, like what it actually means to manifest a fucking life. When I say that I want to achieve success, when I say that I want to hit 250,000 Instagram followers, when I say that I want to speak in front of in 10 international stages, that's the vision, right, D? That's the vision. And then every single day I show up with a fucking relentless attitude to achieve that fucking outcome, a relentless intensity. And so most of you guys struggle because when you set a goal like D, you're like, I manifested every single goal I have for myself. And then when you hit that target, you're like, oh, I'm already done. That's the feeling that comes up. As soon as you manifest everything you wanted, then you're like, I'm already done. Guys, vision is like, the definition of vision is looking forward. It's seeing into the future. And so if you say you've manifested your whole vision, that tells me that you don't have one because you're not looking forward. Vision is forward thinking. And so I'm so grateful for you because you've achieved the level of success you've been able to achieve right now, which tells you, it gives you evidence that you know how to manifest. So believe in yourself, D, enough to set the next target. 
Most of you guys never set the next target because when you hit that 5,000 or 10,000 a month, you just kind of get comfortable and you don't actually believe that it's possible to hit another level. So you never set the next level because the next level is going to make you uncomfortable. You got to this level and you're feeling good. You like finally got your habits and rituals in order. And then you're like, oh, I want to hit the next level, which means you have to become a new person. You have to go through a new evolution and that's uncomfortable. So most people don't set the next vision. So my invitation for you, D, is to like really sit down and ask yourself, like, what the fuck do you want, bro? Like, take the lid off. Like, fuck, like what you think you can achieve. Like in the next, in 2024, what is your income goal? How many clients do you want to have? How many people do you want to be impacting? What do you want your social media to say? Like when people come across your social media, D, what's the feeling that you want them to get? Are they sharing your content? Are they saving it? Are they DMing you saying thank you? Like, what's your vision? And when you get clear in your vision, you've got desire in your heart and you decide on the man that you want to become, bro. I think that those, like that's, those are the ingredients, bro. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that resonates so much because, you know, I've been doing, well, I have done therapy, shadow work, all that stuff. And it doesn't matter if I'm not showing up with the intensity, you know, and I know that's one thing that I've been missing is that intensity. Like I said, I feel like I'm getting that back now, but bro, it's like, fuck the past three months. Like if I don't have that, like nothing, it doesn't mean nothing to me. Right. So yeah, that resonated a lot with me for real. I'm, so this is the thing, write this down and you need to put it somewhere you never fucking forget is you need to keep the fire burning because the fire has compound momentum, bro. Look at a fucking forest fire it has compound momentum. If it keeps burning, it has compound momentum. You need to be adding gasoline to the fire. How do you add gasoline to your fire? Fucking get around your people. Come to the next event. Be around your fucking people. Taylor Hinton, type in the comments. When you came to the last event, did that add gasoline to the fire? Did that dampen? Yo, it it was sick, dude. You got to come. I was, as soon as you said event, I'm like, man, D, you got to come to this next event, man. I've already signed up for it. I can't fucking wait, dude. Dude, that's what I'm saying. So you got to keep the fire burning. How else can you keep the fire burning? Do you know somebody in your city that's an online coach that you can create content with? Keep the fucking fire burning. How many calls are you showing up to? Are you raising your hand and asking your questions? Keep the fire fucking burning. Are you studying? Are you learning? Are you like watching content? Keep the fire burning. That's it, bro. Like, I'm happy that you got your momentum back, but I'll be more happy when you never fucking lose it. Yeah. Never lose momentum, bro. Never lose momentum. Like a train sitting on a fucking railroad track won't do shit. You put that train at 60 miles per hour and it's going to run through a fucking brick wall. Don't be the train that stops and stalls. That train isn't going to do anything. Get the train fucking going. That once the train's going, never let your foot off the fucking gas. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. One last quick question. So do you guys think I should be focused on like getting my income back to a certain point or just focused on just purpose set your income goal i'm gonna fucking get you out of your fucking thinking brain set your income goal and get the fucking fire back and decide what kind of man you want to be and start showing up as that man every single day for the next 365 days period okay that's it all right let's do it that's fucking it bro that's fucking work son oh yeah i appreciate it now fucking show me say less i got you show me bro talk is cheap fucking show me I will. Word. Let's go. Pedro, what up? What's up? That was really good. I'm I'm sure everybody got value from it. Like this piece you just gave, I got value from it as well. I want to say congratulations for the speaking that you guys are going to give, give this year. But I, I have a question around, like, I was on the training for the new year, and then I did everything, and I launched it on the second, which was yesterday. I, I want to ask, like, how can I market it on my stories, like, every single day for the next I don't know, one or two weeks, like what are some strategies that, can, that I can use to market the new program? Okay, I'm going to tell you a very simple uh, hack that's going to help you with an Instagram story marketing strategy. Guys, take out your nose and your phone. 
so first things first is if you have a program launch, let's say it's in two weeks, Pedro. So take out your notes on your phone. Say you want to end the program launch January 14th. Notes on your phone. I want you to write day one, post my best transformation. Day two, talk about a client that's in my program that's fucking crushing it. Day three, post 10 screenshots from inside of my Facebook group. Day four, share my own before and after. Day five, and then just write down a fucking bullet point notes. Every day, you're going to put a countdown timer on your Instagram story with a CTA to DM you, put your application link. And then every day on day one, you're going to open it up and it's going to say, post my best before and after. And then you're going to go do that. You know how to market, connection, proof, and value. You're looking for a system, a simple system that I do every time I'm doing, whether I be like a 10K mastermind launch, million dollar mastermind launch, event launch, whatever. Is This is literally how I create the marketing plan. Pull my notes on my phone, write down a fucking bullet point list of what I'm going to say on each day. And then on day one, I pull it up, I look, and then I just do that. All right. Thank you. You know what to do, bro. Just make it simple. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I got you. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Anthony, what up? Part of my question got answered with Taylor, but you guys said like the point where you need help at 20K, but that, that's being full-time 20K. I'm doing part-time uh, training and I'm at 35 clients right now. So I'm serving the shit out of them and I'm pretty strapped on time. Like I just feel like I can do better. I'm a little bit under 5K, but I just feel like I have a lot more potential. But like last week I booked zero calls, which is like bullshit. This week have more calls booked, but like at what point do I need help if I'm balancing two jobs? Because collectively I'm at that 20K, but. Question. I just want to, I want to understand your question before I answer it. Are you looking to make online training a full-time thing or are you looking to yeah, make Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So can I ask you a direct question? Yeah. Why are you still working your other job? I don't have the luxury to go all in at this moment because I still take care of like my mom. So I still mm-hmm. got to pay some bills here and there. Okay. Until I until I match, which I'm I think I have the potential to match with doing both at the same time. Then I'll dip out of the uh, full time job, but okay. not I don't I don't have that luxury yet. At the end of the day, bro, like you can't fucking you're not gonna skydive if you're sitting in the plane. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that's the truth. At the end of the day, you're not gonna skydive if you're sitting in the plane. You're like, ah, oh, I'll sit. I'm gonna fucking sit in the plane until. Until we get right above this specific point. And as soon as you get right above this specific point, then I'll jump out of the plane. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. If you already have 35 clients right now, I fucking promise you, you have the potential to be making fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month with your online coaching business. Now, I understand that you're taking care of your mom because I take care of my grandma. So I get that 100%. I'm going to ask you some point blank direct questions. Do you have savings? Yeah. Okay. So do you have enough savings to like have like a five-month runway, six-month runway? If, if shit burned to the fucking ground? It'd be pretty damn close. Uh, I'd have to see after we do taxes this year, but probably not. So once you do taxes this year, I would highly recommend, like, I'm just going to tell you what the fuck I would do if I was in your position. Okay. I'm just going to be direct. If I was in your position, I would give myself 90 days to make as much fucking money as I possibly could. After 90 days, I would fucking quit and I would go all in because unless you go all in, you're not going to be able to balance both. And that's the fucking truth. Like Mm -hmm. 35 clients is a lot, bro. And I'm sure you're probably working 12 to 15 hours a day at some point. 
to do your other job and your online income. And I like commend you for that. I think that's like super respectable, especially taking care of your mom. But like, if you want to make online coaching a full-time thing, then you need to make online coaching a full-time thing. Because I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Even you think you're like, okay, I'm just going to hire somebody to help me manage my clients. You still have to fucking train them. Mm-hmm. And training them will actually take time out of your day. My Lauren, my EA is here right now. Hi, Lauren. I train Lauren for like an hour a day, mm-hmm. 30 minutes to an hour a day. So unless I have time, I can't do that. So if right now you're like capped for fucking clients and you're busy full-time and then you're like, okay, I'm just going to hire somebody to help me out and you don't train them properly, they're going to go into your clients. They're going to fuck everything up. Your clients are going to leave and now you're going to have less clients plus an employee to play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like you need to get your time back. And it sounds to me like if you want to make online coaching a full-time thing, I would give yourself a very firm deadline and I would stick to that deadline. It's called Parkinson's law. The work will fill the time we give to it. And so if you give yourself 90 days and you go all the fuck in, I promise you some magical shit's going to happen. Yeah, that's why we have timelines in the corporate world too. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So answer that one is go the fuck all in. Okay. Second. Wait, wait. <laughs> um, I want to say something. Cole, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Anthony. What's your second question? I was going to pivot to a slightly different quick question, hopefully. But if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So in the past, Brian, I think you said something about training clients that are in the like a realm of already in the gym but not seeing great results is a tough or competitive space. I was trying to, I'm trying to like think why you said that. Um, I'm getting a little bit more insights. I talk to these type of people that they're, they're like, oh, I have other trainers that are only charging hundred bucks. So it's like, yeah, I need to improve my sales skills to get them to my price levels. But like, I was just curious why you said that space was a little bit more difficult. Mm, because uh, if I'm fit, I'm already going to the gym. Right. Uh, I'm not going to hire somebody unless they're more jacked than me. That's the fucking truth. Okay. So, Got it. So like it's if, if I'm already going, if I, even girls, right? Like if a girl's already going to the gym five times a week, she ain't going to hire somebody that's more out of shape than her. And that's the fucking hard truth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I also think that like when somebody says, yeah, I've already got a trainer that's a hundred dollars a month and they're not getting great results. They'd be like, that's totally great. I love that. Um, when you go out to eat, like if you really want to take yourself out to a nice meal, do you go to McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they're like, no. And you're like, why? Because the food's shit and the service isn't very good either. Like if you want to stay with your trainer, that's totally cool. But like cheap prices equals cheap value. If you want to get great results, then you should, we should talk about my program. Okay. Figured. So just be the man they want to be, which my physique is better than those anyway. So fuck them. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's it. Right. Like you, like I only, I'm fucking jacked. Okay. So I'm only going to hire Don Lamb because John Lamb is fucking jacked as fuck. Or my coach right now is like three times my size because I want to grow. So when he tells me to fucking eat more food and train harder, I'm like, sir, yes, sir. Fucking sign me up. Whatever you say. Right. My coach is actually Nick Justice, by the way. If you're in the Tanky Mastermind, he's a fucking goat. So shout out to Nick Justice. He's a goat. Cool. All right, bro. Thanks. Timeline in the fucking group. Post it. You thought you were out. You thought you were done, but you're not. Give me a timeline. Post it in the group. Okay. Cool. Wait, actually, actually, then timeline of the number I need to hit to leave. That's what we need, right? No deadline for fucking when you're gonna quit your job, bro. But that comes down to a number. Well, that's up to you, bro. I'm I'm asking you specifically for a timeline okay. to quit your job. You fucking okay. tell me what the number is. That's up to you. I'll let you decide that. Okay. There's 37 people on pod chats, 47 people tuning in live, and there's 5,000 people that listen to my every single episode. So we're counting on you to post in the group. Okay. Got it. Cool. Sammy, what up? Hello. So super excited that Cole is going to clean house live. Devo that you're not Brian though, but I'm that's going it. and I've got VIP tickets. So I'm super excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. So, yeah, I think with the VIP, we get to like, I think we have lunch and stuff together. I think so. Something. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, it'll be fun. So my question is, I had I had this idea like two days ago and it's either, it's either should I run a challenge or should I just use this as a marketing idea? 
so you know how like most people go really hard on their fitness journey start January 1 they're like oh I'm going all in and they go super hard and then like two weeks later they fail because they do too much too soon and they can't sustain it so I want to I mean I already kind of do this in my coaching program anyways but really market like more of a soft layered approach where it's progressive overload stacking habits one at a time and I'm either like, should I run a free 14-day challenge? Should I make it a paid challenge? Or should I just use this as a marketing strategy just to try and get new clients? Because I know that you guys were saying, don't necessarily run a free 14-day challenge in the new year. Try and make it more straight into the money, like straight into the paid clients. But also that I'm not, I'm still in that like two to 5K a month range. So whether I should still do a challenge. I would just appreciate your opinions on that matter. So I'll just be super straight up with you. Do not run a 14-day challenge, any of you, especially one that is free because everyone wants to buy right now. To give you a breakdown, we've sold 95 new members into our gym in the last four days because of the fact that it is the new year and individuals would like to work on their fitness goals. That's number one. Number two, if you do a paid challenge, I actually don't have a problem with that. And uh, a softer kind of kickstart to the new year is a dope way to market. I didn't even tell you about this, Brian, but this is actually funny. There's a gym called Equinox. Anybody heard of the Equinox gym before? Put up your hand. All right. Equinox gym actually just did a promo for their launch. And what they said, they literally said, our gym is shut down on the first. Do not fucking come here and do not try to buy a membership. If you still want to commit to your goals on the second, then we'll have you come in. And it literally was like, if you're actually committed, a couple of days later, come talk to us at the beginning. Don't fucking come in here. I don't care. We don't want to see you. Don't come buy a membership. And then they just talked about like actual sustainability and growing their fitness business or growing their fitness journey and attacking their goals. So I don't mind it at all. Paid challenge could be done properly as long as you have the baseline structure for it, but do not run anything free period for at least a month. Yeah. Okay. Baseline marketing sense. and just marketing your fitness business right now will be enough for you to get clients. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I, I think I could, if I was to do a challenge, like I'm leaving it pretty late, I feel like to set up like a like a paid challenge, I feel like I'm leaving it a bit too late. That idea came to me a bit too I disagree. last minute. I disagree, I disagree too. Never too late. Let's talk about marketing 101. You're saying you want to market like habit stacks and stuff, right? Yeah. Boring. I'll tell you what will work though. Agreed. Is you need to market, market a step-by-step -step system to lose 10 to 20 pounds. That's exciting. And you don't need to tell them how you're going to do it. But like, I literally have a step-by-step -step system. A lot of people overcomplicate weight loss and they try to do too much too soon, which is why 87% of New Year's resolutioners fail. If you don't want to be a failed New Year's resolutioner, I've got a simple step-by-step -step system. No other online coach is doing this, by the way. It's fire. So if you're interested, vote here. Okay. Get it? And then just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was almost thinking like the challenge could virtually be my program, but maybe just my normal program, but just maybe with an extra Facebook group and just a prize at the end. But otherwise, it's just my program. 100%. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Also, quick question. When you say these stats, are they actually like source stats or are you just making these stats up? 87% of New Year's resolutions fail. And I know that. Google it. I don't know the exact stat. Okay. Google okay. what percentage of New Year's resolutions fail. I believe it's 87%. And I looked that up when I was an online coach. It might have changed. I don't fucking know. I haven't looked at Google in a while. Cool. Because I've heard like, I feel like I've heard you or like others say like, so I'm like, dang, that's so good. Like, and then I'm like, I wonder if that's actually just real or made up. And that's marketing like a, 101. Sammy. Go go. Marketing 101. Say, just ask, say a ask, percentage and people will listen. Ask Google. <laughs> so being a researcher, I'm like, I need my sources. I have to have the evidence. Like, Is it true? Yeah. No, that's that's perfect. That answers my question and I've got direction. Thank you. I hope you have the best day of your entire life since the day you were born. 
I will. I'm going to go for a swim at the beach. <laughs> Nathan Ross, I see you, bro. It's good to see you on the call. I haven't seen you in a minute. Big ass motherfucker down there. That's Nathan's. <laughs> yeah, he is. What's up, Kirosh? How you doing, brother? Uh, a little better now. Um, I had the flu the last like five, six days, just give or take. So that's kind of what I was talking about. So, um, first of all, good seeing everybody. First win is I got my. I had one sales call yesterday, and I got him on a three fifty month to month commitment. So one for one to start the year. Yeah. But uh, that's the reason I only had one call though, is because I've been just fed on my deathbed the last few days. So I feel like I I definitely miss promoting for like New Year's and stuff like that. So I'm curious, you know, all I've been able to really do is just like I've been taking care of my clients. I'm doing a 30 day reel challenge, luckily. So I had a bunch of reels made already, luckily. So I, I've been able to post even though I've been dead. So I'm pretty happy about that. But I'm thinking now that it's what the second or the third. How should I go about my marketing promoting for New Year's since I didn't really plant the seeds that I wanted to the last week or so? Question. Have you watched my New Year's Rush Masterclass? I think I heard the episode of the first one yesterday. I don't know if I, that was, that's the four day challenge. I think it didn't. Oh, okay. Then no, then. Um, I'm going to send you the New Year's Rush Masterclass because it's <clears throat> literally do everything in this video. And that's cool. literally all you need to do. I promise you. It's like, it's do everything in the video. And obviously it's not New Year's, but you can change the angle a little bit in the sense of like, Instead of being like, you know, New Year's is coming up, you can be like, New Year's just happened. And a lot of people just committed to their fitness goals. And a lot of you might not have yet because you're scared because of XYZ, because you failed last time. So if that's you and you want a little bit of help, it's like you just, it's the same fucking fundamental concept, but you just change the language that you use to approach the prospect and to approach the marketing. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're just going to send that to me. Yeah. I feel good. I, got, I've, I built up some really good momentum because I had a challenge in December. Got a lot of testimonials from that, get information. And, uh, and then I just died. And I just felt, you know, try not to be hard on myself. But I just couldn't get out of bed. There was nothing I could do about it. So it was just like, I want to get back into this that groove. And I'm just like, what should I be putting out? Just normal content? Should I be marking it differently? So I'll watch that video. Perfect. I love it. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to have uh, my executive assistant, Lauren, send it to you within the next 30 minutes. Awesome. Lauren just messaged me. She's like, I will send it for you. I was like, okay, fuck. <laughs> like, Brian, let me help. Come on. Sorry. Sorry. We got Are it. you going to send it on Facebook or Instagram? Where should I look for it? Lauren? Facebook. Okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs> cool. Q, that's it, bro. Don't overthink it. Follow the masterclass. Literally, I, I give you five things that you can do. Implement all five. I promise you January is going to be sick for you. Awesome. Thank you. Got you, brother. What's up, Bray? Hi, this has been an amazing pod chat cast, whatever. It's been nice like hearing yeah, <laughs> people are laughing at me. I don't know when uh, you were speaking to someone about like you need to essentially become a new version of yourself. It's been over a year. It's probably been like what? I think maybe like 15 months since I've been in the academy. And I truly do like coming into 2024. I feel like a new version of myself. Like I feel more confident in myself. I just feel empowered and it's just, it's just a crazy feeling. So I don't think I would uh, feel this way without you guys. So thank you. Now my question, I don't have one. I don't have a question. (laughs) I'm really just coming on because I want to share a motherfucking win. No wins have really been shared. So are you ready? I'm, I'm all for it. Let's fucking go. Okay, so December was last year was like really nerve wracking for me because it was only like my third year in a uh, third month in sorry, and I was like extremely stressed. And then this year it happened the same thing. I was nervous for December. And I'm sure everyone kind of felt the same way. It was like no one really wants to buy in December, quote unquote. And so I made it my fucking mission, like my mission to make good money in December. And from I'm pulling out my stats on Stripe from December 17th to December 31st, 
I made eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, and so like for two weeks out of the month because it's over the holidays, so I wanted to like really combine it over like the holidays, like you know when everyone's fucking stressed. And so I decided to run a challenge, a paid challenge, my first ever paid challenge, and uh, it was just like. Yeah, very, very eye-opening. So if you fucking hear that you can't make money in December being an online coach, you definitely can. And don't allow like those <laughs> womaning beliefs like to hold you back. Boom. So I like it. <laughs> I like you. Thank you for Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Proud of you. Fucking shout out to Bray for literally waiting an hour just to, to tell us when. I fucking love you. You're a good person. Yep. She's like just patiently waiting. She's like, I'm telling I'm telling these motherfuckers today. All right. I love that. Thanks for sharing, girl. We appreciate you. Even though you can't fucking say pod chat casts, whatever. It's all good. We're, we're moving past that. Oh my God, I can. I just never know what to say on the Zoom call. That's all. So yeah. it's like, and the fucking Taylor's only gay in the comments. Cry. I love it. JMA, what up, King? What's up, guys? Good afternoon. How you doing? So far, all right. It's a good day to be awake. You know, taking a little baby steps to stay sane. One sec. Quick, quick pause. He said gang. I just want to clarify everybody on the podcast. He didn't say gay. He said gang. Just clarifying. Just going to clarify for everybody on the podcast so everybody doesn't think I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> just want to clarify that. All right. It said gang. G-A-N-G, motherfuckers. Get your head out of the gutter. All right. We're good. Keep going. Right. Yeah. So having some good realizations. Uh, in a couple of months, I'll be with the Academy for two years and uh, been reevaluating my mindset. And I always, I always shift through it, you know, every, seems like every quarter, every three or four months, I change up my mindset and I, I've been noticing something. And like, I have a big pattern here and it's, uh, it's a lot with sabotage and it's a lot with like uh, restarting. But uh, every time I restart, I'm repeating the same steps from restarting and it's getting me nowhere. It's just keeping me in the same process again. So like, I, I had to write this down because like even being this far into the CLA, this is my first time on podcasts as well. So real quick, like, like I break down, I break down and then uh, I reach out to the academy. I get a lot of great advice. I get that fire lit up inside me again. I'm ready to go. It's like, I know what my passion is. I know what my beliefs are. I do my action steps. I DM my post. And then uh, I just left to my own devices. It feels like, shit, I need someone to help me. And this is hard for me to say. It's like, I feel like I, there's, I need someone to hold my hand. I need someone to be over me to make sure I go through with everything. And then all of a sudden I, I break down again because I'm like getting results and I'm just repeating myself over and over again. And then it's like, shit, well, what am I doing? You know? Are you open to tough love? Because yeah, of course, sure. Okay, I'm gonna let Cole go first then because I know he's got something to say. I don't have a lot to say. My question to you is when you break down, what do you do? And what does that mean? So my sabotage, uh, I sabotage myself and it's almost to the point where it's it is intentional because I'm not putting the action into it. And I say it's unintentional because, like, I literally don't what do is nothing. It? Then. What is it? I do not. I do nothing. Like, I'll sit in my chair, like, for three or four hours. It's like I, I can't move. It's like I get my hands get sweaty. I, I get too distracted, and it's like I literally just get stuck on stupid, and nothing is happening. It's like I'll get up, I'll walk, I'll change my environment, I'll go outside, I'll do what I can. When I come back, it's like I just feel like there's this block. It is. It's a mental blockage doesn't sound like a mental blockage it sounds like an active choice a mental blockage usually means when you can't think about the next step but you know what the next step is feel me mm -hmm. okay so the first thing that you need to do is we need to determine why you're making this action and taking this action in the first place so what's the peak income that you've hit i think my best month was like 950 or 900 a little 900 bit are you working another job 
Yeah, I'm a, I started my in-person business three years ago, so I'm an in-person coach. You're an in-person coach. And how much are you making from your in-person business right now? Right now, it's a little bit under 3K. Okay, and how many hours do you put into your in-person business on a weekly basis? I think somewhere between maybe 30 to 35 hours. So every day, how much do you work? Uh, I work Monday through Saturday in the mornings and in the late evenings. How much do you work every day? Depending on the day, four to six hours. Okay, so I'm going to fucking yell at you in a second, and I try not to. How much mm -hmm. do you work every day? I want specific fucking numbers. So like, what time do you wake up in the morning? 5.45. My first client's at 6 a.m. Perfect. You do your client at 6 a.m. What happens after that? Then I do my mindset. So I listen to my vision, my one-year video vision. You wake up at 5, 5 in the morning or 5.45? 5.45. Do you wake up 15 minutes before you just fucking train your first client? Yeah. That's your first problem because you're putting other individuals before yourself. So you see, like, this is what I'm doing. I'm stress testing you, trying to figure out what's going on. So first, initially, you wake up and directly after you wake up, you go deal with somebody else's problems, take on somebody else's life and take on their, their bullshit. Feel me? Because I'm assuming when you're training that client in person, they're talking about their life and their goals, and they're bitching and they're whining and they're fucking stressed out some days and they're overwhelmed some days, right? Uh, it's pretty straightforward. No, this guy's he's dead in the morning too. We barely talk. It's like, do this, do that, in and out, and we're done. Mm. So, so it's really small, really short on small talk because it's six in the morning. What do you do for your mindset? Do by six in the morning, I've done like 32 things and I'm running like six calls. Six in the morning is nothing to do with anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't do that. So for me, I uh, listen to my, I have two vision videos, one's my one year plan and the other Ooh. is like what I want for, my, for myself. I have uh, my gratitude, three to five things in the day. I have affirmations and I just added a uh, mindset through some of the classic mindset masters like uh, Earl Nightingale and uh, I forget the other two gentlemen's name. So I've been, those are my mindset for the morning. Mm. So I want you to throw everything that you have in the garbage. And the reason why is because it's obviously not working. So when we listen to something that doesn't work, all it does is cement the bad habits that we have, right? Mm. So like you say you have affirmations, but you've been in the academy for two years. You've only been on pod chats once. So I'm assuming that those affirmations aren't actually serving you, or at least you're not listening to what you're saying to yourself. Feel me? Right. Number two, the vision video you listen to obviously does not pull any emotion out of you or make you do what you want to do, or you'd be showing up more intentionally. Feel me? Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. So we got to throw everything out and we got to start from the base up. The first initial step that I would do is I'd wake your ass up earlier. What time do you go to bed at night? By 12, I'm in bed. So 11, 30, 12. And when's your last client? I'm usually done by the latest is 8 p.m. 8 p.m. So latest is 8 p.m. So let's try to go to bed by like 10 and let's wake you up earlier. Why? I just want a little bit more prep time so you can work on you before you have to go work on anybody else. That's something that I'm religious in. The reason why I'm able to play at the level that I am and me and Brian are able to manage so many things is because we get to focus on us before we need to focus on anyone else. The reason why is because then if you were able to wake up in the morning, listen to a vision video that actually pulled something out of your soul, made you feel emotion or made you feel anything at all, then you went and dealt with that first client. I guarantee you that 6 a.m. session wouldn't be groggy, tired, and basically boring because nobody's talking. You'd be fired up, you'd be lit, you'd be super excited, and we'd be able to push through to the next fucking task, which is dope. Make sense? Right? Because right now, from what I'm seeing, and B, unmute here and let me know if you agree with this, you're waking up, you're going dealing with somebody else, then you're working on yourself, but you don't resonate with anything that you're doing because we've been doing the same shit forever and it's not hitting. Then you reach a certain income barrier 
And then because you have a cushy job and that's paying for all of your bills and you don't need to really do this online shit, you're hitting a break and a mental break, a stress barrier where you're like, I don't need to take on this extra stress. So I'm just not going to fucking do anything. And then you play this procrastination game where you don't go on your phone. You don't post your content. You don't DM people. You don't do what you need to do because the why and the vision that you're expressing to yourself doesn't resonate and you have no reason to show up. That sound about right. That's a lot of information. I'm going to have to rewatch this, but I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. Uh, it that's a lot. Right? Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to simplify it for you. Ready? I'm going to write, I'm going to fucking say this to you. Everything Cole said, I'm going to say it to you in a, like fucking five words. Are you ready? All right. You don't believe in yourself. Agreed. That's the fucking problem. Cause if you believed in yourself, you put in the fucking work. Like the reason that I grind so hard, I post three videos a day, every single day on Instagram. And I don't fucking miss is cause I know for a fact, I'm going to hit 250,000 followers. I know for a fact. I'm speaking on those stages. You raise your hand way too late, Mel. Uh-uh. You don't believe in yourself. You do not believe in yourself. That is what you need to work on. Self-fucking-belief. Bro, it's easy for me to put in the work. It's like, not easy. That's a fucking lie. That's bullshit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's challenging, but I choose to do it every single day because I know for a fact every single rep that I take is one step close to me living my dream. Mm. And I, like, I enjoy going to war with my demons, dog. I like going to war with my demons. It's like, I understand that there's going to be days that I don't, I don't want to go to the fucking gym. And then going to war, going to war with the demon is like what I'm about. Like, I'm like, I like winning that fucking battle. I like winning that fucking battle. It's like, bro, you got to like, it's like, this isn't about fucking listening to success motivation videos or coming into the academy and asking for support. It isn't about that. No. It's about fucking winning the fight, bro. Mm. Every day you got to go to war with yourself. I believe that I can win this fucking fight. I believe I'm going to fucking win. I believe I am going to fucking win. You got to believe, bro. If you don't believe, this is all irrelevant. None of this fucking matters. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see it. I have to fucking believe. So like, yes, throw your vision video in the garbage. And I agree with Cole because you need to write a vision video that you actually fucking understand and you believe. What does your vision video say? My one year is uh, making over 5K reoccurring, being in a new place, a new apartment, being have integrity for what I say, supporting my be more open with my family and uh, having a, a loved one next to me, being in a committed relationship and uh, driving another badass car. So pause. So I want you to set your fucking goal to be $2,000 recurring. That's your fucking goal because that's bigger than you've ever been. $2,000 recurring. I make $2,000 recurring every single fucking month. Also, I'm the type of motherfucker that does not miss. Sometimes I don't like getting out of bed. It doesn't fucking matter. I get up with intensity, with energy, with passion every single fucking day. And I know I'm going to win. I believe I'm going to win. I see myself winning. And then when you actually listen to that video, don't listen to it with your eyes closed in bed, fucking sleeping. Like, listen to that video and, like, actually think about yourself achieving those fucking goals. Believe. Now, I want to give one more actionable step with this because, listen, the only time I want to ever yell at you guys is when I ask you a direct question and you beat around the bush. So we just got to be honest with each other. This is the breakdown. Okay, I'm going to ask you one more direct question. If I was to open up your calendar, is your calendar 100% mapped out from morning to night? Yes or no? Yes. Perfect. Then we need to change it up. The reason why is because you're not following it, right? Nathan brought something up about my story around decision fatigue, and I'll explain it to you guys again right now, right? I believe in myself so hard, so much, and Brian believes in himself so much because we have an undeniable stack of proof that says we are who we say we are, all right? So like by ADM, dude, I've already planned out all my content. I've connected with multiple individuals. I've done two workouts. One is 60 minutes, actually three. One is 60 minutes, one is 15 minutes, and one is two hours of boxing. I've already done my entire morning routine, my entire mindset routine. That's all outlined in my calendar. 
and I don't need to think about it. I've removed all decision fatigue from my life. My entire calendar from 3 a.m. to 7 p.m. is 100% mapped out every single fucking day. And if there's any white spots in my calendar, that is because I spend it with Julia. And I've made it an intention in my heart that if I have empty space in my calendar, it's spent with my fucking family, period. No matter what, no if, ends, or buts. I've removed all decision fatigue from my life, meaning every single Sunday, you guys see me and Brian post up goals on our story and in the Facebook group, hands up, yes. We do that every fucking Sunday. Okay, dope. What did we achieve last week? Well, I did this, 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 and this. What did I miss on? Well, I missed on this. Why did I miss on this? Well, it didn't resonate with me, so I threw it away. Okay, well, let's get it off the fucking calendar. Well, no, you know what? It did resonate with me, but I was fucking lazy and I didn't do the goddamn work. Okay, dope. That goes to the top of the list for next week. Stop being a lazy bitch. Get it fucking done. And this is me talking to myself, guys. And then I'm like, okay, here's my goals. I put it on my phone background. I look at my calendar now. I go back into my calendar. And I'm like, what did I get done last week? What did I feel resistance to last week? What can I remove? What can I add? And then I map out everything that I need to do from wake up time to sleep time. If I know I can't get out of bed because I'm fucking lazy, what I turn around and what I do is I put my phone so far away from my fucking bed that when an alarm goes off, it wakes up me and Julia. So Julia slaps me in the fucking head and tells me I get her to get out of bed. Feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. You got a lot to work with. I want you to digest what we fucking talked about, set a smaller goal, refilm your vision video and reorganize your calendar. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Time to get to work. Okay. All right, I got a div B. Okay. Just so if Cole's fucking peacing out, I'm going to give everyone a question. So just try to keep it short because I'm fucking starving and my homie's fucking peacing on me. What's up, Kieran? Hello from across the pond. How's it going? I appreciate you staying up as late as you did for this question. How can I serve you, brother? I'm still in work. I've still got to drive home after this. <laughs> You're wild. Um, I was on podcasts a few weeks ago and my issue was I wasn't getting engagement on my content. I know it's not content audits, but I never get to raise my hand on content audits. So I'm here again. Okay. Um, I've worked on my stuff and there's slight improvements. One video stood out head and shoulders above the rest. Okay. And I can't figure out why. I've watched it back a hundred times, but I can't seem to understand why. What's your username? I just posted it in the chat. Okay. Fucking guy's already ready, hey? Uh, Coach Kieran, okay, one second. I'm going to up my computer. Kieran. Coach Kieran Baker. Let's see, brother. Do a quick screen share. Cool. So before I go into this, what was the the conversation we had? Just so I, I don't want to give you the same advice twice. So you want me to change the hook to try and make it more like attention grabber and to make it stand out. So the video you broke down, it's about people joining the gym in January and I have a blue t-shirt on. You said yeah. the start of it was boring and then I got into a little bit of humor and you said that's how I should start the videos. So from... And when did we When did we do our audit? Just so I'm clear. This was about two or three weeks ago. So you were, so it would have been down here? If you see the video where I've got my kid in the gym, he's facing away with a, go up a little bit, up. This one? Uh, more up, way more okay. up. Okay. We'll get there. There, you see POV. After that one, that's where I started to, okay. so not that one, I had that one recorded already. Um, from that one onwards where I have the foam roller in my hand. There we go. From that onwards, that's me implement or trying to implement what you said. There's one video that got 3,500 views, which is more than I've got on any video I've ever posted. And I can't the figure out why. The machine, technically, so for everybody on the podcast that wonders, is wondering what the fuck I'm doing right now, click on the video and I'm only watching the first two seconds. So I, I know exactly why this video performed. Are you ready? Go for it. Stop being afraid of using the machines in the gym. Boom. Listen to that again. Stop being afraid of using the machines in the gym. Stop being afraid of using the machines in the gym. That's why. I'm going to show you guys a hack. I don't know if she's going to like this or not, but don't fucking copy her verbatim. You need to find your own style, but I'm going to show you guys a hack. 
This is uh, Xtine Cardenas. Xtine is one of our Million Dollar Mastermind head coaches. So once you guys get in the Million Dollar Mastermind, you get to learn from her directly. Where is she? Ever seen someone doing this in the gym? Ever seen someone doing this in the gym? Ever seen someone doing this at the gym? Ever seen someone doing this at the gym? You get it? Now, not all of our videos are that, but... Have you ever seen someone doing this at the gym? Get it? Yeah. So it's like the first two seconds. You got to watch the first two seconds. That's what I'm doing with my videos, guys. I want to find hooks that fucking smack. I'm going to my videos that smack. I'm going to go to my reels. And I'm going to see, like, so I'm, I'm always looking for top performers. So if I'm going through my content, I find a top performer. First things first, let's make, let's define the terms. So I'm looking for average view volume. Now, my definition of average view volume is the average amount of views that a video gets. And so if you look at my videos, Kieran, I would say the average amount of videos, my views, my videos get are between 10,000 and 20,000, maybe 10,000 and 25,000. So if I see an outlier, the one that's like 40 or 50, I want to watch the start of that video. You know, that honeymoon phase of a relationship where it just feels so good and everything. So relationship videos. So that's, that's, that's the takeaway from this one. Let's see if I can find some other ones. I'll show you one of the videos that actually, this will be a really good example. So me and Cole did a video where we recreated one of my most viral videos. This one says, when someone says, how much do you charge? You better not give them the fucking price. I've literally bro done that video three different times now. And every single time I do that video, it goes viral. Where's my other one. When someone says, how much do you charge? For some reason that hook does really, really well. And every single time I post it, it always performs. I want to find the other version of this because I want to show you. Literally, I just recreated this fucking video. When someone says, you're too expensive. Same idea. But this one went viral too, 1.6 million. And then there's another one. So once you find hooks at work, bro, you need to repeat them and find different ways to say the same thing. When someone says. Here's what to say when somebody says, how much do you charge? Get it? This one went viral every time. So that's the hook. It's the hook. The hook is like. The hook is like 90% of the video, guys. Another thing, Cole's not here, so I'm going to give away secrets. Again, if you copy Cole verbatim, he will fucking track you down. So I don't need to, need to warn you because Cole will bark himself, but I'm going to show you. This video always goes viral for him. Every single time his Instagram is struggling, he reposts this video. Never fucking apologize for being yourself. Every time he posts this video, it goes viral. Every single fucking time. So it's like once you find the hooks that work or once you find a video style that works, you want to do it more often. Last example I'll give you guys is Taj Howell. We've talked about this guy multiple times on the podcast. When I went down to the Dominican, homie literally had like fucking 30,000 Instagram followers and was getting 100 views on all of his videos because he was doing a bunch of like giveaways and shit. Go to his Instagram now. Stop doing it. You're pulling snacks. Stop worrying about your trainings. Stop using the wrong Figured out what works and we just kept doing it over and over and over again. So back to you. Kieran, Coach Kieran. A-I-E. There we go. So if I go to your reels. Stop being afraid of using the machines in the gym. Got it. Bet. Go take action, King. I see you. Boom. See you next week. See you, brother. Zah, what up? Hey, I really got all my questions answered. I guess I can kind of keep it really simple. One, I forget who that was Cole was talking to, but when you said like make the goal smaller, I'm like, bingo. Like when you're like stuck in that mindset, that's where I just was. I'm like, my goals were this big and it was Nina who made me realize I had an ego list and that ego list would really shut you down. So when you said like, knock it down a few notches, like that's the ego talking. But I think I, my problem is content. Like people want to hear me speak. They want to hear me. And I don't want you to talk about me because I heard how you talked about vegans. I don't like that, Brian. I don't like that. What? what I do? I don't like how you talk about vegans. I don't like your attitude. We're not talking about me. We're talking about you. All right. We're talking about you. <laughs> Nevertheless, I like what you just said about the content. So I was just gonna say, like, could it would I be 
copying too much if I say this is why I don't eat meat because when I talk about like not eating meat or being plant-based everybody's irritated and all of that content just flies away this is why I don't eat meat and that's a series I got that's- it okay I just, I just wanted to double check that because yeah. you just kind of I, I was like I should do that because I just posted a video today about why I don't date people who don't eat meat pissed TikTok is dude that's fucking all- yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely I because Number one, you're going to piss people the fuck off 100% yeah. that aren't that, that, oh, you think you're better than me? Mm-hmm. There's going to get that. But then you're also going to get the vegans on your side that are like, yeah, like fucking Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's what's happening right now. So I just wanted to double check if that was okay. Other than that, all my questions answered from the podcast. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about how I talk. Yeah, I don't like how you be talking. I was it's, like, right. it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Everything's fine. We're just going to, it's fine. All right. Moving on. Now. Everything's fine. If you guys don't know what Zaz talking about, just go watch my YouTube, right? My best friend's a, a vegan, and we're just going to leave it at there. You guys can fucking discover it for yourself, all right? That's it. That's all we're going to say. What's up, Haas? Yo, what's up? My man's coming to Vegas to see me at WellCon in fucking five days, bro. What's up? Hell yeah, bro. I'm so excited. You said you're bringing the wife too, to the penthouse, right? Yes. Yes. Thank you for letting her. <laughs> bro, I'm fucking excited to have you. Yeah, I'm super excited. So I'll keep it short. I know we're over time. But basically, Ryan, I'm struggling a little bit with like time management during my check ins. So as I've told you, like my business is like growing, we're doing pretty good. And I'm at a point right now where like, I'm facing the problem that I dreamed about when I first joined the CLA, which is being overwhelmed by like how many clients I have right now. And like, I know that check ins are, I guess, supposed to take maybe like five minutes of doing the check ins and then another five minutes of like recording the loom. But like, I swear, bro, like sometimes I'm sitting there for like 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, bro. Like you're going to laugh at me, but like literally just on one client doing a check-in. And like, I've had days where I spent 12 hours on a freaking check-in day. And it's like, you know, do you have any like process I can follow where it's like super straightforward? Like this is what I need to do. And sometimes even like on the loom when I'm recording it, I'll like forget to say something. I'll like have to re-record it. And I'm like second guessing myself, losing my train of thought. So I'm struggling a little bit there. So first things first, everybody write this down. Parkinson's law, the work will fill the time that you give to it. And so this is going to seem like really simple advice and it's because it is. You said it takes you 12 hours to do all your check-ins? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. The next time you do check-ins, it's only going to take you eight and you have eight hours to do your check-ins. And if you're not done check-ins after eight hours, then too bad. You have to message me and you have to be like, I fucked up and I went over the timeline and I can't reply to my three clients, which won't happen. You'll get them done. So like give yourself time. Here's what I do. When I was an online fitness coach, I would set, it's like, I find like, I'm a very like productivity hack wherever, like I want the most efficient way to like operate. And so I, when I was doing research on like how to stay focused for longer periods of time, the research suggested that our minds can stay focused for like 45 minutes to an hour at a time. And then we need some sort of like 10 minute break. And so I would rather do that than try to work for four hours straight. And then we all have done this before. Where we're like, we're going to do four hours straight of work. And then you're working for an hour and a half and then you get like distracted and you go watch a cat video and then you're scrolling through Instagram and then you're liking people's content. And then, then you got to go back. I would rather just schedule those breaks in. So here's how I work. I'll work for an hour straight and then my ADD will kick in. And when my timer goes off, I'll get up, I'll walk around, I'll scroll on Instagram, I'll laugh at funny cat videos. And then I'll sit back down. I'll set another hour timer and I'll give myself that hour to get those check-ins done. And then I'll give myself a break. I'll go eat some lunch, whatever. I'll come back. I'll set an hour, but like be more intentional with the time that you have would be number one. Because bro, like when I had the entire idea of like doing loom videos for check-ins came because I had 60 client toss and it was taking me fucking like 16 to 20 hours to get all those check-ins done over the span of two days. So then I asked myself, how can I get these check-ins done faster? 
And I was like, the answers with videos. So I just reply with a video and then I don't have to write all this shit out. And they liked it more. I, it was easier for me. It was an easy fix. But then I would send out videos and I got better at sending out videos. And because I got better at sending out videos, check-ins took me less time. So then I got less intentional and then I'd be doing check-ins and I'd be fucking watching YouTube or watching Netflix. And I found that when I wasn't focused on my check-in days, they would just take me fucking forever. And so the, right. the very simple solution is to be focused on your check-in days and give yourself only a certain amount of time to get them done and be focused on the task at hand when you get them done. Last thing, because I don't just want to give you mindset, I want to give you tactical, is when I'm doing my check-ins, Hoss, I'm looking for four things. Celebrate a win, coach them through something that they're struggling with, give them actionable advice that they can take action on next week, and then give them a piece of homework. So, hey, Haas, what's going on, brother? So first of all, thank you so much for checking in with me. So let's go over the wins first. Bro, you're down two pounds. Fucking rock star. Absolutely proud of you. Good job. Also notice that you check in for all your workouts, which is amazing. So, you know, that type of behavior is what's going to lead us to our weight loss journey. Something that I noticed that you struggle with, though, is you only got a liter of water in a day. Now, bro, let me tell you, like, our body is 80% water. If you're not drinking enough water per day, you're going to have a wide variety of problems. You're going to get headaches. Like, when you're dehydrated, you're gonna, your body's going to retain water. Your weight is going to fluctuate because you're not, we don't know if it's water weight or if it's actual weight. So like, I need you drinking at least three liters of water every single day, regardless, like no matter what. And so moving into next week, I'm going to change your macros a little bit. But my biggest piece of homework for you is to make sure you're drinking your three liters of water, bro. I promise you, you do that. We're going to have some incredible results next week. Thank you so much for checking in with me, brother. If you have any questions, feel free to get back to me and I'll talk to you soon. Amazing. Like, you don't need to be going through every fucking line by line of the check-in. Like that's what most online coaches do. And they're like, congratulations, seven out of 10 compliance. And you hit all your workouts, which is amazing. And your stress was a six, which is cool. And you're fucking blah, blah, blah. And then you hit all your workouts, which is great. And you had 35 grams of carbs over, which is not very good. And if I look at your training plan, every single thing is completed. And that's also good. And you got me your check-ins, which is amazing. And like wins, yeah, that's literally me. <laughs> coach them through a fucking struggle, right? Tell them why they need to do the thing you're telling them to do. And then give mm -hmm. them an actionable piece of homework. Okay, so more focused in the videos because that's literally me, bro. Like, I'll be just overwhelmed with like what I need to talk about right now, and then I'll like lose my train of thought. I'll have to restart the loom. So, okay. So what gotcha. I do is I'll open the check in. When as you get better at this, you'll you'll be able to fire them off. But I'll open the check in, have your notes out. Be like, what are the wins? So like wins down two pounds. Fucking check in for all my workouts. Whatever the fuck the wins are, and then what are their struggles? They didn't have time to go to the gym in the morning because they slept in every fucking day. So I'm gonna coach them through that. And then what is the actual piece of homework? The actual piece of homework is to get out of, like, set your alarm on the other side of the fucking room. So when your alarm goes off, you have to get out of bed, have a great check-in, have a nice day. And then you record the video. Super helpful, man. That's honestly really, really helpful. And I wrote everything down. Honestly, looking at it like this, it should not take more than five to 10 minutes, like max. I agree. hundred percent. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. Implement this feedback. Uh, come back in two weeks and let me know how your process. Actually, I'll fucking see you in Vegas. Yeah. Let me Vegas. know in Vegas. Yeah. Bye, <laughs> Peace. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate it. I got you. What up, Samuel Murdoch? Brian. What's up? How much? It was so nice to finally talk to you. I like it, bro. Thank you for coming up and thank you for waiting in line. I appreciate you. How can I help you today? So I'm having issues with my time prepping up for a show coming up. And I also do in-person training. And then I'm trying to balance, sort of, you know, working my online business. Mm. And now I, yeah, I'm struggling a lot with finding new people and creating content. Now, if you were in my shoe, what, how would you kind of like organize your schedule and kind of just commit to it? So great question. What time do you usually wake up in the mornings? Eight o'clock AM. Okay. So I'm going to tell you how I operate and, I, and hopefully this is helpful. I'm running two businesses right now. Plus I have a wife, plus I have fitness goals, plus I want to build my personal brand, et cetera. 
And so anytime that I want to add something to my schedule, Samuel, what I do is I do it first. And so I'm going to give you the advice of waking up earlier to do your content first, because if you don't do it first, what's going to happen, you're going to get overwhelmed, you're going to get burned out. By the time the end of the day comes, especially on contest prep, Mel, I'm going to answer your question. I got you. Especially on contest prep, it's like you don't have energy. You like at the end of the day, the last thing you will fucking want to do is post. Trust me, I know. I literally just competed last year. And so I would recommend doing it first. So waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, doing a little bit of a morning routine, whether that's like mindset, whatever, like meditation you choose, but then sitting down for 30 minutes, posting a piece of content, and then going on your story and talking about that throughout your day in-person training and while you're training at the gym do you have a tripod you can take yeah so take your tripod with you here's i'm gonna give you a fucking hack as like record one set of every single exercise that you're doing post on your instagram story that's your content that's your documentation then at the end of the workout if you're doing cardio when you're doing your cardio you can go on be like what's going on guys so we're currently 26 days out from my show you know getting closer and closer it's getting harder and harder to do the fucking cardio don't like doing it it's not fucking fun still showing up you're watching the story and you're getting inspired by my fitness journey. You have any questions about your fitness journey, feel free to DM me. I'm happy to help you if you have any like struggles with your weight loss journey, whatever. So answer number one is to get up earlier. I call it the shitty work. I actually call it eat the frog. So eat the frog in the morning so that you can like get it out of the way. Then throughout your day, just document what you're already doing. Cause when you're on contest prep, the last thing you want to do is like, how do I create more? How do I fucking come up with a new real idea? You should just be documenting your shit because you don't have a lot of fucking energy. So just document everything you're doing. And then throughout the day, getting people to DM you if they have questions, vote here if you have a question. If you have time at lunch, bro, I would sit down on your lunch break or even on cardio. Once you go on your story, that's when I'd be sending out the DMs to people that are engaging with your content, engaging with people on social media. That'll make your cardio go by faster and you're getting two birds, one stone. And I would just set goals that you know you can hit. When is your competition? It's April 27th. Cool, April 27th. So we still got lots of time. So document every fucking day up until your show, like during the work week, Saturdays, do you have work on Saturdays at your in-person job? Sometimes it really depends. It, it varies with one client or two clients. What? And then we do a workout right after. I would be using Saturdays to get ahead. Okay. Issues. So Saturdays is when I'd be dedicating six to eight hours to work on my online business, studying the fucking units, implementing the units figuring out how to like operate better, figuring out better DM scripts, like booking sales calls, like Saturdays would be the days that I'd be using to get ahead. Okay. Cool. Thank you. That helpful? It was very helpful. Absolutely. I just got to do it, right? Take I agree. You just got to do it. Or you can stay working in person for the rest of your life and continue getting paid $20 an hour. If that's something you want to do, you can do that too. Fuck no. Exactly. That's why you got to do it. Yes, sir. That King. Keep me posted. Fucking tag me in your Instagram stories as you start this process. I want to see it. Will do, man. I appreciate you. I got you, brother. Right. Last and not least, Miss Mel. So last week I spoke to you and I was talking about like where I needed to improve within my business. And I come up we with the coaches in the group. We feel really bad because I know you've waited and I want to help you, but you're cutting out. Mel! That does suck. I agree. Mel! Damn. That's tough. Mel! I, I turned off her camera too. That sucks. But Mel, here's what I'll do is, I don't know why. Yeah, she just got booted up. So what I'll do for Mel is I'm going to send her a message right after this and tell her to post in the Academy and then I'll reply with a video in the comments. That sucks, but I don't want to leave her hanging. So guys, if you got value from today's podcast episode and you get value from the Academy, you get value from these podcasts, I would absolutely love if you guys could share this podcast out with somebody that you think would get, you know, think would benefit from it. Got a personal trainer or whatever. 
in your network that you think would get value from the podcast, let them know what's going on because we're trying to change some lives. All right. Hope you guys have the best day of your entire life. Thank you for tuning in. For those of you guys that waited to chat, I appreciate all of you. I hope you all have an amazing day and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.